0: Thinking outside the box, and the box that came in. The blind leading, the nearsighted. Four out of five doctors recommend not listening. This is Cash Withdrawal. And four out of five doctors recommend... Welcome back to Cash Withdrawal, day eight of the quarantine editions. Day eight. And, uh, I don't know. How'd you, did you have a good weekend? I, um, did you have fun with your friends and family i don't i don't know if human beings are really meant to spend this amount of time with their families i mean uh, people often say like you know you never look back on your life and think i wish i had spent less time with my family and working more i don't know i feel like this whole uh situation might challenge that notion um a little bit (laughs) I miss, I miss working. I really like my job. I really do. And, uh, you know I, know, I know people are like, a lot of people don't love their jobs. And so in some ways they lose the income, but at least they get some time off. But I, I really like my job and I really miss it. I mean, to some extent, I've been feeling kind of sorry for myself, um, you know. I mean, I, I, I don't know when people are going to get together for long periods of time. Uh, in close quarters to watch a live comedy show uh, after this. Even this turns out to be not quite what we thought it was. Uh, I wonder if people are gonna, um, you know, take a while to get back and uh, there's probably gonna be less clubs and less opportunities. Um, I'm bummed out about it. I really am. I've tried to find the silver linings. Um, I've, you know, spent time feeling a little bit sorry for myself but also uh, what can I get out of this? I try to think of people like Ted Williams, who uh, lost, I don't know, three or four years of his prime uh, in World War II. Uh, there's a lot of people over the course of history that have lost a lot of good years of their careers and their life to to wars and different things. But I wonder, I mean, even during, as a comedian, as a performer, even wartime eras, uh, you got to perform. You got on battleships or whatever. Bob Hope did it. Uh, I've done it in non-wartime eras, uh, unless you count, uh, you know, the uh, uh, the terrorist stuff. I went over to Afghanistan briefly, but, um, I, you know, it's a weird thing. It's a weird thing not working for this extent of time. Uh, I feel like it's, I mean, when was the last time, I was talking to TJ about it, and we're going to do some more pods together. We're just waiting for this, these USB microphones, but when was the last time in history when no one wanted any performers? And he said, you know, well, maybe the plague. And, uh, yeah, I'll bet people weren't really getting out, getting after it during the plague like they uh, like they would have normally. But uh, I'll bet there were a couple plague comics that were really, you know, people like, yeah, he really, he didn't do that well during the normal years. But during the plague era, he was killing it. He really was. <laughs> No no pun intended. He was killing it. He had a he actually had an infection on his leg and he uh he uh that kind of changed the trajectory of some of his crowd members. But um I don't know. I, I'm I'm bummed out about it. I really am. Uh could be worse. Uh Chris Matthews, he retired a week too early, didn't he? Chris Matthews of MSNBC. He retired, I mean, he retired a week before this whole thing hit, big time in the United States. And uh You know, he was basically pushed out by the network. Uh, Don't you think people would look back on it now and be like, I'm not quite sure we care that much that this guy Chris Matthews uh, hurt a girl's feelings by telling her she was pretty five years ago uh, on the air? Uh, I think people might have gotten over stuff like that at this point uh, with the seriousness of what's happening. And it is serious. I think some people don't understand the math behind it. you know, I came up with a good, well, I, I heard of a good analogy to it. Um, I don't know if these people were applying it to the uh, coronavirus, but it kind of makes sense. Um, if you were to give somebody, uh, or tell someone, uh, look, you, you're you going to get a $100,000 uh, every day for the next month. Uh, we're going to do that for you. Or would you accept something else? Would you accept one penny on the first day? But that amount doubles every single day. Uh, my understanding is after 30 days, you'd want to take the second offer because that money would amount to 20 million dollars. You started with a penny, but if it doubled every day, it would turn into hundred million dollars, I'm sorry, 20 million dollars. Uh, the other amount would be, I think uh, three million. And it, look, it would look good on paper, three point something million. And it would look good on paper. You'd want to take it. But the penny that doubles every day, uh, that's what you'd want to do. You'd want to take that offer. That turns into $20 million. Well, the coronavirus seems to be doubling every four days. Uh, That's changing. Uh, The math is changing on that uh, as we speak, probably. But that was the last uh, number I got. I remember two weeks ago, it was every five days. Now it's doubling every four days. That's what people are concerned about. Because if something this lethal doubles every four days, then you've got problems. So that's why everyone's concerned. That's why people need to stay out of bars and restaurants and comedy clubs and everything else just for the time being. And hopefully, this thing can, uh, you know, can be uh, evened out over a longer period of time to give the hospitals a chance to uh, to catch up with all the people that are going to be coming in, uh, or maybe it you know it spreads out over time rather than all in one week. But that's what's happening. I, uh, I had dreams that I could make the best of this, uh, you know, I, I thought, uh, you know, this is going to give me an opportunity to do a lot of great things, you know, I thought I'd be learning a new language by now, and after a week, uh, it turns out I'm just sitting around eating peanut butter straight from the jar, that's pretty much it, I have learned uh, to play, um, uh, what is it, uh, smoke on the water on a guitar, uh, I, I can only utilize one of the six strings, I don't think that makes me an aficionado uh i don't think that makes me a musical genius but um that's all that i've accomplished so far my kids are learning chess i play them every day i don't teach them the correct rules because i'm afraid they're going to beat me too soon Um, so you know some of the pieces i kind of make it up as i go along Uh, i want to win i want to win the entire quarantine in terms of uh, beating my kids at chess just give me that i need to do something with my life but I do play you know, chess with my kids. My son brought up a good silver lining, and I'm just looking for him every day. I was telling him about the comedy career, and I was like, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know when there are going to be crowds again, and uh, I'm concerned. And uh, my nine-year-old was like, you know what? Um, when things get back to normal, this is going to be extra good because we're just going to have picked up new skills. We'll know how to play musical instruments. We'll be better at chess. Uh, we'll have put out more baseball podcasts for babies. He thinks i'm releasing the baseball podcast for babies by the way And I may release them someday. We still record every week I, We have about a 200 episodes But uh, we don't I don't release them. I don't really want to uh, I want him to help me make that decision a little bit later when he's a little older I don't know if he wants that stuff out there or not very personal stuff. I got to tell you uh, Anyway, I thought I thought that I thought I'd be enjoying it. Uh, I'm up and down. Sometimes, you, you, again, sometimes you feel like uh, there's silver linings and, you know, the, the air is really clear. I've heard that the dolphins are back in Venice. Um, there's no traffic. I mean, the, the, the 405 and the 101, I went hiking one day and we, we went out to the 405. This is in Los Angeles, and it's usually a parking lot out there. You would never dare go on the 405 towards the Malibu, uh, Santa Monica Mountains. Uh, you would never dare do such a thing on a Friday uh, at rush hour, and I did that, and the you know the, the freeways were completely empty. Um, but what's weird now is that the the waterfront is completely filled with people. They are keeping their distance. Uh, their social distancing. I, I don't I think it should be called anti-social distancing. I don't think it's very accurate to call it social distancing. It's anti-social, and that's fine. Um, but what's weird is I've found myself kind of especially down on the waterfront i've found my i mean basically we've we've traded places the 405 has become the the path on the strand and the strand has become the 405 in terms of bicyclists skateboarders rollerbladers people walking their dogs and these people a lot of them haven't been down to the water in a while and they're trying to get the outdoor vibe in they're trying to get that out of their system but they're also walking with their cell phones and recording everything and talking into their cell phones and not watching where they're going and bicycles are colliding with people and it's kind of pandemonium down on the beach and it does make me feel kind of antisocial everyone are you starting to get to the point where you're a little like paranoid Uh, obviously you don't want people to get you know less than six feet of you and it's a very strange feeling because i see people now as threats and i don't know if just because they're threatening my health uh by getting too close to me and that's how it feels i don't know how realistic it is maybe we'll find out later we were it, it was much harder to get this than than we thought but at this juncture um, I get nervous if people get near my kids or if people walk over and they want to talk and they're getting too close, and I see everyone as a threat. And I wonder how long it's going to take to, to eradicate that and to feel normal again. It's really uh, concerns me, especially as a comedian, because people are going to have to sit at tables with strangers and watch comedy and hopefully laugh someday again. And how quickly will they get comfortable uh, doing that? If I knew one of those plague comics, you know, this guy, he killed it during the plague, I got to tell you. This guy, he had no off button, really. Sometimes I hear myself saying something like, you know, like my son spilled something. I go, it's not the end of the world. And then I think, maybe it is. I'm not sure, I'm not sure if this is the end of the world or not. Uh, guys, there's one thing we could all feel good about. If you're listening to this podcast, I assume you're not on a cruise. You could feel good about that. I, uh, I mean... The people that were on that cruise, they were like prisoners. A bunch of the cruises have no place to go. They're just out at sea, like just wandering around. It should drop them off on Molokai and have them... Basically, they're lepers at this point. I'm trying to laugh about it because it's so terrible. So don't don't ever think on this podcast that I'm not taking this seriously, that I that I think everything is, is great. But at the same time, uh, we have to joke about it as much as we can. But the, it is shocking that the... Uh, you know that those those people on the boats are still on there and and they're being treated like lepers um but yeah the air is cleaner uh there's dolphins swimming around uh people are saying you know what the earth the earth needed this pause this is good for the earth and i'm thinking yeah and it's really not so great for the people um it's uh (laughs) it's really not working out as well as i thought i had no idea it'd be such a a strain hanging out with my family this much I love them uh I have a but coming back I'm used to going on the road and coming back and you come and this this amount of intense time with them um it's uh I mean I felt like uh I went out for a jog uh on Saturday and I was just kind of losing my mind and I think I came back maybe five or six hours later. It almost became the song Hungry Heart by uh, Bruce Springsteen. Uh, Got a wife and kids in Baltimore. Jack went out for a ride and I never came back. I mean, it was getting bad. It was getting like dark. And of course I had turned my phone off. And uh, I just went out just felt like kind of extending it for as long period of time as I could. Um, They still have not, uh, they have not, Said that the Olympics are off. I mean, even without the virus, it's the Olympics are worse than Scooter's Jungle. The worst, the the Olympics are—it's Sodom and Gomorrah at the Olympics. I mean, it's just an absolute sex fest at the Olympics. It's a—it's an orgy of of athletes from thousands of different countries. Uh, That's why they go, and that's why they enjoy it so much, and that's why they why they want to go back. It's a—it's a huge pornographic event. And uh, we're going to let those athletes go and, I mean, they could set, if we make any progress uh, as a civilization before July, when the Olympics are supposed to happen, um, that progress will be completely uh, undone by the Olympics. It's like Sodom and Gomorrah. So let's just, let's go ahead and just call it now, okay? Let's go ahead and call the Olympics. Um, let's see, I've got a couple uh, couple emails here from people um before i go i uh and thank you for sending me uh they're not emails really they're they're tweets but thank you for letting me know that you're listening to the show i appreciate it um somebody wrote uh, tom romanowski wrote loving the quarantine apps i have already already run out of greeting cards super glue and wax lips i've taken i'm waiting here I've taken, it's hard. Some of the tweets are much longer than they were back in the day, you know. But it's, this is a great tweet. I've taken using dryer sheets to blow my nose and a Swiffer wet jet to, well, you know, make grilled cheese sandwiches. Thanks, Tom. Appreciate that. <laughs> That's a good one. There was another one here um, by uh, Testarosa. He writes, Cash uh, Levy is going to die because he's quarantined and neither he nor his wife know how to cook. You can only ingest so much butter spray. So that's the truth. Uh, I thought we'd learn to cook, but really at this point, it's just me sitting alone with a, uh, you know, a, a, a jar of peanut butter and just eating it straight. And that's the way it's got to be. I'm Cash Levy and I approve this message.